Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Every pure Buffet talk on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Grab a plate, belly up. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Watch the sneeze guard. And uh, you, if you don't have room on your plate for dessert, that's okay. You can visit again. It's buffet chat Yay! on the Colleen and Bradley show. What's uh, what's going on, Trainer? So OCB, that's Old Country Buffet, is probably dead forever. You guys. Stick a fork now, in it. I, well, you can't, actually. Aww. So the business of its death is kind of interesting. I read an article, which is uh, why we're talking about it today. Yesterday, I read this article. It's interesting, and I can tell you about it. But also, I just thought this is a fun... You know, we did this early on in the... Mm, world that in the we after find times in our in our current... In our pandemic experience, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, for lack of a better term. Which, when we finally land on one, please let me know. Um, we actually asked people, like, do you still go to buffets? Like, is that even a thing? Do we do that anymore? And people were like, yeah, buffet still yeah. happening. And we were blown away. But nonetheless, if there are still buffets... By the way, when that happened, we still were not putting our feet inside of buildings that we didn't live yeah. in. So we were just, like, yeah. any any type of yeah. out dining out yeah. experience oh, was no. like, whoa. No, it, was, it, was, it blew the mind. Um, but... Not the bank account, because everybody knows a buffet is a value for the whole yes, family. Yes, it is. Thank you very but much. But I, I do want to hear about your buffet experiences, because I kind of feel like I'm in a place where I would go to a buffet these days. So 651-641-1071, what's your buffet go-to? Not your to-go buffet. What's your, which go, is also what's your buffet thing. go-to like a, that you're going to? They give you a styrofoam container, and you fill it up, you know? Fun. Wait, I would like to go to a to-go buffet. They do that. You They give you a thing, and... Pop, really? pop, pop, stick it in, on your way. Yep. But the the story about Old Country Buffet, I actually found this rather interesting because I thought, and maybe you had a similar experience when I brought up uh, this issue, didn't we already know it was dead? Right. Like, I remember when there was like a, a Old Country Buffet exodus, but there were like a smattering of OCBs left. Yep. And then, and then Golden Corral moved in. And our OCBs were like, deuces, bye. And then we were done. Like, we had none here, but we I know we tracked that there were still other OCBs. And to be fair, I don't know if there's not, like, weird independent satellite OCBs sure. that might still exist. But the chain itself no longer exists. And I can tell you, well, it exists. But it was recently purchased. Um, and the people who purchased it have absolutely no plan to revive it. Now, this is what I found fascinating. Like, who buys something that they have zero interest in doing anything with, right? 
private equity. Well, yeah. So (laughs) let me tell you the actual story. Barbecue Holdings, or maybe it's BBQ Holdings. I mean, listen, I'll hold some some barbecue. barbecue. (laughs) Which you may not be surprised to learn is the parent company of Barbecue Holdings. Um. Famous Dave's. Okay. Famous Dave's. I was like, I don't know the joke. I'm waiting. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, right. Um, Famous Dave's Barbecue Restaurant. Mm -hmm. They purchased Freck. Excuse me? Excuse you. Okay. Freck. Freck. (laughs) Acquisitions. Fresh acquisitions, not Freck Ash acquisitions. (laughs) I'm going to stop myself before I end up in a lawsuit. Oh, my God. They purchased Fresh Acquisitions, which was the parent company or is the parent company of OCB in a bankruptcy auction. Nobody told us about this bankruptcy auction. I feel like we could have bought OCB. Yes. Um, and they also own Hometown Buffet and Ryan's yes. along with a dead. Who's Ryan? St- I don't know. But they also own a dead steakhouse chain called Tahoe Joe's. Now, I feel like there's a podcast that I need to download that's going to tell me. It's not about this. <laughs> that's not about this. No, a podcast that's going to tell me why people do this and how they make money. Because BBQ holding CEO Jeff Crivello said, we're not planning on doing anything with this OCB. We just got this because it was a kind of a bonus thing that came along with the bankruptcy acquisition. All right. Okay. That's a lot of business speak for somebody's making money and it's probably legit, but it doesn't sound like it should be. And it's also not me. But... <laughs> That means essentially that OCB is just sitting dusty in a corner somewhere, never to be uh, enjoyed by the masses with, you know, bottomless uh, tubs of chocolate pudding. Who's going to man the prime rib station? Isn't that sad, though? It is sad. It's like the end of an era. Mm -hmm. Like the corporate buffet no longer exists. I will tell you, even the buffets, you know, the only other place I've ever had a buffet a cruise ship. Thank you. They don't do that anymore. Well, oh. Okay, you have except buff- for you have had a buffet other places, the casino, and those are still going strong. During this time? I believe so. Well, here, let me explain to you, like when I say on a cruise ship, you still have a buffet-like buffet. area, uh, mm-hmm. but you can't touch anything. Mm-hmm. You have it's somebody else has to serve you. It. Yeah, they have because to. <laughs> how cruel would that be? An eye buffet? Yeah, you can stare you at look it. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> no, they they put it on your plate, but you're not scooping out your own serving. Which is so interesting. Well, I can't. It we really won't helps go in that with direction. Control. I, bet I will it does. tell you. Because they don't. They're not going to give you what you would put. No, you. I, I constantly had to be like a little more. <laughs> A little more. And then when you got embarrassed because you still wanted more, you, you were like, kept, ah, just, fine, that's enough. And then you go around to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> then you make and the person that you're with. Again. For a go different and, person. Yeah. Get a different plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. Uh, and I don't know, I, to be perfectly honest, because I have not been buffeting yeah. recently. I don't know how buffets are are doing it. I think it would be, it's near impossible in the world. I mean, I'm sure there are, because there are some people who just don't care, right? Like right. about trying to avoid that kind of stuff. But, right. Um, but it does seem like perhaps this moment has kind of killed what we used to know. Yeah. Or at least the degree to which we used to know the buffet. Oh. Yeah. Or do you just the time of the buffet has passed. I mean, they were founded Although, in 1983. The buffet? The old country buffet oh, okay. concept. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you, though, just down the street, and I think about this every day that I drive by, there's still a buffet actively happening. 
here where we are. Yeah. Our, oh, yeah. our favorite buffet yeah. down down university. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weekday lunch. They do a, have the weekday lunch. It's been a minute. So I feel like we need to go in there and have the experience. Rip the band-aid off. Yeah. Rip the buffet band-aid off. I'm not opposed to that. You'd be comfortable. I think we can make it happen. All right. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, another thing I'm perfectly comfortable doing, talking to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. He's brought a couple selections for us, and we're going to find out whether or not we need to see them uh, on uh, the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. From Paul's trip to the movies. Paul is going to tell pew, us what we should be watching. Hi, Paul. Hello. Good to Thanks see you. Thanks for having me. Uh, and Paul and I have already covered the fact that neither of us were able to finish Grey's Anatomy. No spoilers. No spoilers. They all died in a horrible, that, horrible It is you know not You're, the season finale yeah, yet. Yeah. Well, because you know that's going to happen mm. at some point. And at then the it'll be a dream. Finale. And then they'll wake up in. No, like, they don't dream. Okay, Bob. Newhart. Yeah, they don't dream. It's real. They, it's always real on Grace. Thank no, you. No, but wasn't she in like a fever that dream? Was, that was like coma, coma. thing. Oh, like yeah, science. no, coma <laughs> dream. Totally different. Yeah, we're in a hospital, okay? Mm, it's yeah, not... science. Anyway, that's not why we What's called. in the actual theaters? There's a really huge movie opening in theaters this weekend. It's called No Time to Die. This mm. is the latest James Bond outing. This Finally. Is Daniel Craig's... Uh, right? It's been supposed to come out for the last two years now. Mm. Uh, it's Daniel Craig's last entry. He's done five films, and he's hanging up the, the tuxedo. Okay, so first of all, can we just give a quick, brief history on why it took so dang long? Yes. Uh, back in the day, it was originally supposed to be directed by Danny Boyle, mm-hmm. and then he and the Broccoli's had a little bit of a falling out, so he left production. They basically rewrote the movie. Really steamed those Broccoli's. <laughs> <laughs> it was a roasting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so then they basically brought in a new director, Carrie Joji Fukunaga, who who rewrote the script uh, with this other pair, the, the other two screenwriters, and then brought in Phoebe Waller-Bridge to co-write the screenplay, mm-hmm. too. So then they got delayed on production. Then the then the then the COVID happened. Yeah, and they really wanted to wait till you could actually be safe to see it in theaters versus a streaming option versus mm-hmm. a combined. And they didn't option. want to have to hire Tom Cruise to jump into a <laughs> cab and right. run to the theater. Correct, tenant. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, okay, so it, it's on the big yeah. screen, and, and that's where you probably should see Absolutely. it. Absolutely, there's no waiting for Paramount Plus to see this kind of movie or whatever you end up waiting for because of because of how big of a change my movie and the beginning itself is just so huge and extensive that you really want to get that that explosive quality with the sound yeah. you can hear the Billie Eilish theme song in a movie theater and you know you want to respect him as the actor playing these, this character for so long and to to be there present take it in it's a long movie I mean yeah. no going in that it's two hours and 43 minutes oh wow and one of the things I love about these movies and his take is that it's basically like a continued through line throughout these five movies it's not mm-hmm. just a one-off each new one like we we saw with the old James Bond movies but you're really getting these themes that are overarching throughout all five now so does it hit all the notes for I a will, Bond film yeah I will say that it hits most of the notes I mean you've got your gadgets you've got the car you've got him shirtless you've got the Bond you've got Bond girl he's running got, at some point shirtless absolutely okay, big good. huge action sequences exotic locales where I think it's missing the mark is in the Bond villain played by oh, Robbie Malik. That's a bummer. Okay, this is interesting because I wondered about how Rami Malik would if Rami Malik would deliver on this villain cuz that was big news when he was Huge news. He was he's the he was it guy right now. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he is trying too hard. 
He's playing the ruthless, the maniacal, the menacing, the playing God type. Mm. There's a technology that he wants his hands on. He's got a connection to Bond's, uh, the love of Bond's life. So it's like, what are these pieces that Bond's trying to figure out? And he's missing like some shades. He's missing something different to mm. make him set apart from all the other Bond villains right. that we've seen before, especially since this is Craig's last outing as Bond. You mm-hmm. want like the best kind of Bond villain. Rami right. just disappoints a bit. I imagine it's got to be a very hard uh, endeavor to play a Bond villain when you know there's because it would be so hard to not just turn into a, a caricature of the role right like right. people know what they expect but also you don't want to overplay it yeah i think of, wasn't it um javier bardem was the last one and i well, thought he was in skyfall so two bond movies two, ago okay the last movie specter it was christoph waltz's below feld oh, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. in this one as well but he's okay. more of the secondary villain I will say without giving okay. Con- Ooh, yeah. Okay. And he's great. But again, like you're saying, you don't want to be a cartoon character, but you want something different. And Harvey R. Bardem rode that line really well. Yeah. Notice these last three guys were talking about all Oscar winners for Best Supporting Actor. Mm. I don't know. What'd that. you give it? Uh, three and a half out of five. There's a great new character played by Lashana Lynch. She's a new double O agent in this because Bond is basically oh, in retirement. Yeah. yeah. So Bond's basically in retirement, brought back in. And by that point, MI6 has moved on. Mm-hmm. They've hired this new character, Nomi, and she can hold her own next to Bond. And Bond's like, who are you? What are you doing in my turf? And she's like, listen, I'm double O now. Okay, not being one who knows a lot about the Bond universe, Mm -hmm. will then this character be available for future Bonds? You know, I hope so. It's hard to tell with when we get a new actor coming in, if they will kind of scrap the actors that we've used so Mm -hmm. far and bring in a whole new set, like a new M, a new Money Penny. I don't think they need to do that. You know, like Ben Wishaw's a great cue. Lashana Lynch is a great new double O agent. So I'm not sure what they'll do when they introduce a new Bond. And we don't know who that new Bond will be yet. We won't know yet for a while. Mm. I wish that, like Doctor Who, that they would go through a transformation and, like, you know, one of them would, like, get, you know, I don't know, run over or something. And then there'd be, like, a scene where everybody comes together and gathers around and then slowly he fades into the new Bond. And you're like, oh, my God, it's the new Bond. It's not going to happen that way. Uh, Thank you for that. For that entire. <laughs> well, they do that with every journey. Doctor Who, so that you get the closure uh, from the which old. Is like, I will say that, that is a nice grieving technique. Exactly. There is closure in these movies, and I will say that the stake I thought was higher in Skyfall than it is in this. But you will get closure in this movie mm. without giving things away. Oh, okay. lovely! Thank yeah. you. All right, we've got about uh, two minutes to talk about your other offering this week, The Adams Family Two. Yeah. So there's a new iteration of the Adams Family. It's an animated form in theaters now or available on demand. It's really for the kids. It's really for families to know who these Adams characters are. And in this one, Wednesday's kind of a, she's, she's a teenager and she's kind of moody right now. So Gomez, played by Oscar Isaac, mm. thinks that this is a perfect time for a family road trip to have the Adams reconnect. Take them on the road. And, and a lawyer which says is such that a genius thing to do. Such a genius Reconnect thing to do. with the family in a car. Yeah. In in the way that only the Adamses can do. Mm. And then you've got a lawyer hot on their trail who thinks that Wednesday was switched up her. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I did not know Charlie. I'm looking at the cast. Charlize Theron was Morticia. I did yes, that. She's and then Chloe Grace Moretz is Wednesday. And then Bette Midler is oh. Grandmama. Oh. Okay. So quick questions because this is a two. Yep. So this kid, the first one yep. came out in 2019. It was a big success for MGM. Uh-huh. They wanted uh, a sequel. So they got it rushed into production. Are the voices the same? Same voice. Well, the, the Pugsley is different. Okay. But everyone else is the same. Snoop Dogg is it. Great. So he makes a cameo. Love that. Yep. Nick Kroll is Uncle Fester. And in this one, Uncle Fester turns into part octopus. 
like you do. So, I mean, I think kids will enjoy it. Okay. There's a lot of it, this. The writers knew that they were writing for kids. So it's a lot brighter than the Adams that we grew up with yeah. in the 90s or even the old TV show with um, John Astin. Yep. So it's a bright color palette. There's a lot of kid humor in it. I mean, with Uncle Fester turning into an octopus, we have a scene with Lurch at a biker bar singing I Will Survive. Perfect. Of course. You know, I was like, okay, like this is not my preferred Adams family, but, but it's like Adams family camp. Right. Yeah. You know. So how many ticket steps for two that? Two out one? of two and a half out of five. Two and a half out of I five. I got to interview Charlie Saren and Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, so that too. Great. Yeah. So everybody check out Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies YouTube channel, all of your social media. Uh, you can see everything you need to see there. And uh, thank you for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Twin yeah. Cities Live today. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. All right. We'll be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Happy Friday, and ladies be- and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, do you have a feeling? I do. Right down there in my special place. Ah! What? Great. We're giving something away, everybody. Yeah. You're so weird. His prize place. Uh huh. In Bradley's prize place this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Winner, winner. A pair of tickets to New Kids on the Block Mixtape Tour 2022 with Salt and Pepper, Rick Astley, and In Vogue. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, at the XL Energy Center, June 14th. Tickets are on sale right now. Thank you. And uh, 651 641 1071. Those tickets will go to caller number four. Caller number four. Congratulations to you. And now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb people, kids, doing dumb things, kids, repeatedly, kids. Over and over again, oftentimes, in the state of Florida. Sometimes other places. Like where? I don't know where we're going first. I'm going to tell you. I wish you would. Once all these pop-up ads go away. Okay, we'll wait for it. I hate that. Don't you Oh, it's the worst. The worst part about it is when you are... Like going to click on one thing and a pop up shows up in front of it, and you accidentally click the pop up, and, and then, then suddenly you're on, you're on the advertisement website, and you've the downloaded. algorithm thinks that, and then there's porn involved. Porn. Oh, Dan. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I want to go to Wales, which is uh, where celebrity Moira is mm. from. We never figured out. I spent a lot of time on that. I know you did. A lot of people did, and to no avail. You never found out who that celebrity on oh. my cruise was. Nope. But. For today's purposes, I need to tell you about Daniel Hughes. Okay. Now, um, Daniel Hughes apparently uh, was in court. He uh, was in court in Swansea Magistrates Court and did something mm-hmm. during a court proceeding. Now, I'm going to tell you that he was in court, the 37-year-old was, after being charged with assault following an incident outside his home in Welfare Avenue. Oh, that's an interesting avenue. Yeah. Welfare Avenue in Brynport Talbot. So many words over there. Yeah, they do have a lot They're of like, words. Most of them don't mean anything. Port Talbot on the sea in the place. Anyway, um, he went to the place, otherwise known as court, okay. because of that assault trial. Okay. And then he did something. 
and it's the thing that he did that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. It's something he did while he was in court. Yeah, he was oh. in the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he pooed on the stand. <laughs> you always think it's poop related. <laughs> Listen, it's crazy, stupid idiots. I'm not wrong. A uh, uh, larger than usual percentage you know, we could of the time. Change the name, and I can't say what we would change it to. But I want you to play the home game. Okay. Crazy, stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really should do that, like after hours, Colleen yeah. and Bradley. Yeah. And it's just poop stories. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna do that. No, but we'll do it off the air. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You got real excited. Daniel Hughes crossed the courtroom at Swansea Magistrates Court and attempted to kiss the lawyer. Nope. With tongue. He he Sorry. climbed onto the desk oh. where the district judge was overseeing proceedings Oof. and then tried to do something to the judge. Punch him. No. Oh. I, I bet you could not guess this in a very long list of things guessing that he did, but he didn't. Is there a podcast yeah, not, but, about, not it? about it? <laughs> did he try to unbutton the collar of no. the judge's robe? No, I don't know. Maybe he did. But what he mostly did was try to attempt a citizen's arrest on, on the, the judge. judge? Like he okay. was in court. Points for creativity. I mean, so... Apparently, um, that didn't go over very well. I, w- I would guess it didn't. Yeah. Because I don't think you can do that. Yeah. So he was found guilty. Okay. Well, and they said you he can't tried. He tried. He yeah. tried to not be found guilty, but he, it didn't work. But it didn't work. It didn't work. No. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Where are we going next? <laughs> we're going to Albany. I believe Albany, New York. Okay. Where we are going to meet Dominic Pernomo, who's the co-owner of Yono's and DP, an American brasserie. And um, he's not the... Well, I don't know. Listen, I I hesitate to tell this story because I know that there is is, um, a person who will say, but I didn't know that. And And I'm not calling you dumb. I'm not. I'm not calling this person an idiot, but I am just saying this. If you don't understand all the words on the menu, that's an important time to ask questions. And it's okay to ask questions. So, like, he tried something not knowing really what it was, and it was just the thing. What he did was he ordered something off of the menu. Now, I ask you a question, Bradley, and I know you know the answer to this because I believe you and I have dined on such things together. Yeah. When I say steak tartare, yeah. what do you know about the word tartare? Uh, it's a fancy word for raw. It's going to be raw. It's going to be real raw. It's going to come right out, the out of the fridge. Raw. It's going to be raw. They don't differentiate between raw and raw. Raw. It's raw. It's going to be raw. So what had happened was this diner was like, "I'll have the steak tartare." Now the other thing you need to know about steak tartare. Which is raw steak. There is no tartar sauce. There is no tartar sauce. Also, it also usually comes with a tartar egg on it. Yeah, which is not my favorite, but I do know that's a thing. Yep. So, like, it's a whole. Sometimes it's a quail egg, which I can get behind because it's small. It's mm-hmm. not like a big gloopy egg. Sell it. Um, <laughs> I I love a tartar. I there's just full experience, full yeah. uh, disclosure. Disclosure. I love a tartar. So this guy. Orders the steak tartare and it comes to the table and he is like, that's raw. And they're like, "Mm -hmm." 
that's yep. Steak, oh, steak tartare. Did he think it was supposed to be like medium or like? And he was well? like, "Could you please take oh, it back and pan oh, sear it for oh, me?" Oh, that's not how that works, honey. And he did. I mean, I get it if like you didn't know, and I would be like, "Oops, oh that towel, I'm not supposed to wipe my face with that towel." Okay. So he sent it back, and like You're not supposed to, to drink the finger juice. Who is? Yeah, right. Ooh, don't do that, yucky. Also, yes. Anyway, he um he sent it back, and to the credit of the actual chef. He pan-seared it for the guy. You want it pan-seared? You can have it pan-seared. He did it and sent it back to the table and said basically like, hey, I would do it for anybody. If you want it seared, I'll sear it for you. That's not what it's supposed to be. But then there becomes this conversation, right? Because, you know, people are like, well, it didn't say it was raw. And he's like, listen, I'm not going to specify that on the menu and also the if the waiter then says you know that's raw that's sort of also insulting so just know i've had that happen before get on board where the server will say something like just so you know blah 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 and then you do that thing where you're like of course i know that or you're thinking in your head Mm -hmm. like duh yeah but you got to remember not everybody comes to the table pun intended literally with the same Knowledge, knowledge, or the same cultural um, experience mm-hmm. at a table. So, like, I totally, I totally get it. But like, this case just sounds like maybe you know, yeah, maybe yeah. he was introduced to something new for the first time. Yeah, and I've had that happen too, where you're for like, sure. oh, I'm supposed to do what? Yeah, oh, I, I, I always appreciate that. when people explain, right? Like, you know, typically. We do this because you don't want to be the person that's like, you know, chowing down on something and like, oh, you're not supposed to eat that. Yeah, that part wasn't edible because <laughs> I would do that. Ah! Um, no, I thought I just I just brought this to the table because literally I thought it was a funny little story about yeah. somebody who ordered something and had no idea what they were actually ordering. Yeah. But to the credit of. The chef, nice of them. they did pan sear it. So it there you nice go. I them. bet it didn't taste as good though. Yeah. Mm. But whatever. It was very nice. Yeah. Where are um, we going next? I once had a really good tuna tartare at Tina Turner's tuna tartare. <laughs> oh my gosh. Restaurant. You're the worst. Am I? No. Tina Turner tuna tartare? No? No. Okay. That actually comes from an old David Letterman. The Tina tuna. Oh. Tina Turner tuna Turner. Tina Turner Tuna Turner. Doug, if you're listening, that was for you. Um, okay, now can we go to Florida? Yes. I want to tell you about somebody who did something recently and it changed our life forever. And that's why we're putting it on crazy, stupid idiots. So um, there was a guy. It's not going to be that complicated. So I don't need to dance around the subject other than to say this guy did something recently in a white Ford F-150 pickup truck mm. that uh, is not legal. Okay. He did something in a white Ford F-150 pickup truck that is not legal. Yeah. You are not allowed to do this in a Ford F-150 pickup truck. Okay. Or any truck for that matter? Yes. Okay. He drove up on the lawn of the mayor of his town. No. Okay. Um. Uh Uh-oh. He drove over the mayor? No. No, we're not driving on anyone. Okay. Well, he was driving something. It wasn't the Ford F-150. Well, let's just put it this way. He was driving more than the Ford F-150. 
Is there another person involved? Uh, no, but something else involved. <gasps> he was driving. He was. <laughs> there were was some people. Was he enjoying his own company? Yeah, oh. Yeah. So two women. Yeah. Two women say they were traveling westbound on Kendall Avenue when Mr. Rami, his name's Ray, Ray started catcalling them from his Ford F-150. So they turned. And when they did so. They realized it was a stick shift. It was a stick shift. But this now there is I don't know if it's a video, but like there's something to click on and I don't want to click on it. But because what they say is that he raised his pelvis, exposed his organs. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's just one. And (laughs) then um, I'm going to watch the video. (laughs) And then (laughs) Schmirschnamurdered. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Uh, while looking at the victims. That's nasty. Oh. But I'm like, how did he, how was he like driving while he lifted his pelvis? I up? mean, it's a safety alert. <laughs> like, right? That is some gymnastics that I don't understand. No. I was thinking maybe the video would have told us, but. It's very um, blurred. That's good. Like everything is very blurry. Well, so right now I'm watching a Discover ad. Hold on. Oh yeah. It's like all super blurred. Okay. Um, oh, but yeah, he's showing also, stuff. Also, yeah. I just, I love that, like, in this day and age, you would think, wouldn't you think, like, oh, they're filming me. Mm-hmm. That's probably not going to end well. Yeah. Also, his mugshot is like, uh, Yeah, and? I did it. I did it. I'll do it again. You want to see? Uh, <laughs> God. When we come back. Did they ever catch that one guy in your neighborhood? The naked guy? Yeah, and the blue car. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so old. Like Bradley, that is literally like three years old, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah I, I think they did. There was a nudie patootie guy uh, that was uh, that was, and there was a, actually a map. I think on next door where you could drop a pin anytime you saw this guy nude, and people we were like following his journey. Please tell me that he was making a journey in the shape of a Schwenus. Uh No, actually. Oh, no. I mean, you do kind of think that would uh, be the piece de resistance, but uh, I'm just glad. <laughs> the <laughs> the piece penis? de resistance. That's what I like to call it. When we would return, you like? <laughs> when we return, we're going to play a little game, and that game was called The Throwback. I like to call that steak tartare. Live after this on my talk 107.1.